Okay. The Runner's Diary Podcast with Brian and Damien. News, results, and interviews from the Cork running scene and beyond. Welcome back to the Runner's Diary, episode 22. I'm Brian. And I'm Damien. On this week's show, we will have all of last week's results. Fixtures for the next four weeks. Strava leaderboard. Latest news. And our big interview of the week was with Jerry Ford. It's all to come on this week's episode of the Runner's Diary podcast. Okay, so we get stuck in again for this week. Again, thanks to everybody for the great feedback. Um, how was your week, Damien? How did it go this week? Week has been quiet. Um, very little running again, but you know, I'm not going to. The weather is not great, so I'm not going to lose sleep over that. But it's been a good week. Um, I have to say, you know, just not enjoying all this rain. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the weather is doing. Like it's playing havoc, really, in it, and we saw it. We'll get through it in a minute there when we come through the the fixtures. But yeah, it's tough on race organisers as well at the moment. Of you know, it's course checks and last minute decisions and things like that. So not good. Yeah. No, not good. But I I presume anyway. Obviously, the big occasion, you know, earlier this week was obviously Black Friday. How many uh, boxes of shoes have you been delivered to your house in the next week or so? Um. Funny story that because I actually resisted and resisted and I wasn't going to buy anything and um, our our WhatsApp group was lighting up there all week with guys sending in pictures of the shoes they bought and this is the, this thing and that thing and I was still like no no not buying anything and then someone at, let's just say someone asked me to get something for them um, on the the Nike app and something just happened to pop up in front of my face, these alpha flies. So I said, you know what? I'm on the site. I'm going to purchase. So I did. Treat yourself. I got a pair of alpha flies for 139, which was a good bargain, in fairness. Uh, It is actually, it's madness, honestly. Like, and you know, how they they sell it for these prices is beyond me. But look, jeez. I I, I didn't buy anything. Zero. Zilcho. Um, I, I will I will not lie. The, first, the only thing I kept an eye out for this whole Black Friday was a new microphone, which I didn't even see one that I wanted. That, that, that just shows now when you're getting old and when you're getting kind of weary of running, when you're looking out more microphones than you are looking for running shoes. <laughs> so, <laughs> your focus has changed out from the running to this yeah, podcast, your full-time exactly. podcast now. Full, full-time podcaster now is what we are. Our, our life has changed forever. Yeah. I suppose we better give a shout out there um, as we've put out there over the last couple of days and weeks, we're going to have a bit of a fundraiser next Sunday. So a few people are asking me about this actually today again and a few of my own teammates as well. So we're hoping to see as many people as possible um, around the marina next Sunday morning. So that will be the Sunday the 4th of December, I think is the right date, isn't it? Correct. Uh, yeah. So again, look, there's nothing structured here. It's just um, some of us will be heading down around 8 a.m. and some others, but we're planning that People could be in the marina market for about 9.30 a.m. And look, we'll mingle away there then. Um, we'll try and make a few pounds for penny dinners. Uh, we'll have a donation box on the day. I think there might be rumblings of some raffle as well, maybe. Yeah, so at the moment, we have like we, we'll have a small few spot prices. Um, a, a very nice one in fairness to um, actually... The ladies winner of the Glenville race today, Aoife, has kindly donated us her singlet from the Olympics, um, which we're going to raffle off um, as a prize for somebody. So, you know, we'll have tickets on the morning of it. We have a few couple of vouchers as well that we'll be giving away. So, you know, it's it's only small. This is our first one. It's going to be testing the waters. 
these will become smoother and bigger over time hopefully fingers crossed um, we'll become you know instead of the late late toy show you know raising millions we'll be raising hundreds for the the for, for Cork communities but you know it'll be a, it'll be a big, big fun day out I know I personally am going to start at around half past eight and I think what we're going to plan to do is do the kind of the four and a half mile loop really which is around kind of head down towards Black Rock the cafe loop back up Centre Park Road Monaghan Road and back down so it's perfect for people to be able to jump in and jump out to what they want but the plan is for you know everyone to kind of finish roughly around half past nine where we'll all just have the chat we do the draw and we kind of finish it up around 10 o'clock ish you know just after that and um, because i know people who want to get to the all irelands down in Connor as well so we need to be mindful of that as you know it's such a big event yeah absolutely yeah it should be good morning and hopefully we can make a few pounds and again a reminder to people that as part of that and how this all started was our singlet challenge with Charlotte Regan. So we have several clubs have sent in their singlets now at this stage. Um, mm -hmm. I know a few more saying they're going to bring it along next Sunday. So if you want to use that opportunity to bring along a singlet, your club singlet, and get Jared or Regan to run in your club singlet at some park run somewhere, um, I'm sure that would be a good opportunity as well. Yeah, that's excellent. And look, to tie in with that, I think we we were we were saying last week about something obviously or our new plans for the new year for the podcast and things like that. So I think we we'll, we'll announce one of them today, um, which I think is 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 an, is one we could have, we are very excited about ourselves, Brian. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So starting, it's been technically designed at the moment. It's nearly there, but we'll hopefully be running it out in the next few weeks. We're going to launch our own Runner's Diary podcast website. website. Yeah. So um, on it, we're going to get, again, like this is going to be the latest news, results, fixtures. Um, we're going to have a few different things on it over time as well. Um, we just want to actually just use it to promote races um, and highlight, you know, the success of Cork races. So... You know, we'll be calling on clubs, you know, to give us re results and information for their race and stuff like that. And we would put it up. There's no charge for it. We'd be happy to promote local races and things like that. There will be an opportunity. Look, we'll say straight out down the road in the future line of sponsorship, probably, you know, sponsoring sections of it. But that's not going to be for races. You know, we're going to we're going to allow Cork races advertised for free because look, that's what we have being from day one is all about Cork running and we want to promote that in every way we can. So, yeah, yeah. so more, more on that over the coming weeks and it's only one as you said of a number of announcements and uh, we're working on one other very big one as well and um, which again we'll announce over the coming weeks and um, just need a bit of a, it to be better down a small bit more. Um, I suppose the other thing to catch up on again you'll hear there later on in the show um, so we met up with um, Jerry Ford earlier on the week. Um, so Jerry was meant to be taking part in his 500 uh, marathon last Saturday in Clonakilty. Obviously, as everybody probably knows at this stage, the, the weather got the better of that marathon. Uh, so Jerry's still on 499, but that shouldn't stop uh, anybody, uh, you know, complimenting Jerry on the, on the success that he has. And um, we had some voice notes, and we talk about more of that again after, but we had some voice notes sent in to us to wish Jerry the best of luck. Um, obviously, a few other people who were going to probably didn't um, when they realised the marathon wasn't going ahead. But all I will say is um, it's an interview well, well worth listening to. It just goes on for about 25 minutes. 
but it's an interview well worth listening to. Um, has a bit of everything. It tells a bit about Jerry's life um, and obviously all his races. Um, and I'd highly recommend people chew into that. You might look at the man in a different way actually by the end of it. So, um, well done to Jerry. As I said, four nine nine is to be celebrated. I'm sure the five hundred marathon isn't isn't too far away. No, and look, I unfortunately wasn't able to make that interview um, because Jerry welcomed both of us into his house. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it out there. And I have got the opportunity, obviously, last week after it to listen to it. And, you know, the first half especially is very emotional of it. You know, it is, you know, you just, you know Jerry, but you obviously don't know a lot about his background. So, look, everyone stay tuned because it is... It will get you all tears going as in in at times, you know. So enjoy it, and well done to you, Brian, as well in that because you know it's it's not easy to do it. Um, but you know, I really almost say no way. I actually really enjoyed it, and I don't like giving you compliments, as you know. <laughs> so, and and Jerry does listen in. I sent him in. La- I sent him last week's podcast, and I'll be sending him this week's again. So Jerry, if you're listening in again, uh, we're all looking forward to getting over the line for the 500 uh, marathon. So that's it's not too far away, I'm sure. Um, and best luck, Jerry. Yeah, we'll move on again. So again, just a shout out as well. Uh, we, you know, again, we always want to promote, as we said, races and, and, and everything we can here. But again, as we keep saying, races won't happen without people volunteering. And we want to give a shout out. We've seen there in the last couple of weeks, park runs, you know, pushing again on Thursdays and Fridays late into the week uh, to try and get a bit of help and, and people to volunteer. Um, so we're really asking, you know, if you're if you're out there, you know, um, maybe injured or maybe just not running, maybe you have a bigger race coming up in the short future, give a hand out at these park runs or, or even your local races. Um, it's vital, you know, stewarding, stand at a corner. You know, I'm sure there'll be some easy jobs and some harder jobs, but we need to help out within the running community ourselves as well. So again, a shout out to anybody who can help with the park runs in particular. Yeah, no, and it, look, I, it is something rewarding. Look, again, I know we say this, and it's something that we, me personally, I don't know about you, Brian, but I, I've, I have not done. I have, look, to be honest with you, I've done, I think, about three park runs in my life. Um, unfortunately, I work Saturdays, so they don't really usually suit me. But, you know, it is, they're a great opportunity for everybody. And I think everyone should get involved where they can. So just give them a shout up in their, um, your local race if you wanted to. You know, they'd be more than happy to take anybody um, looking to help out. Right, we'll move on, I think, and look back on the results. So, again, a lot of events fell by the wayside due to the weather. So, hopefully, that's the end of that and we get an improvement over the coming weeks. But in the park runs in particular, Saturday was a, a, got, a got a real hammering. So, <coughs> Ballancolic Park Run cancelled due to the weather. Tremor Valley Park Run cancelled due to the weather. Glen River Park Run cancelled due to the weather. Uh, we'll get to the others next. So Mallow Castle did go ahead. So, again, numbers probably impacted badly there. But there was 26 turned up in Mallow. Um, first over line there in a time of 1834 was Ronan Moynihan from Crusaders AC and first female was Aideen Bogue in a time of 21-41 and in Yall there was 27 runners altogether um, the winner of the medals was Michael Cronin in 2031 and the female was won by Claire Murphy in 2447. McCroom was another one to go ahead. There were 24 in McCroom. First home there uh, from Mill Street AC was Padraig Sheehan in a time of 21.37. And first female home was, was Moretta Brennan, 27.33. 
Clonakilty was cancelled. Um, I presume with, obviously with the marathon and half marathon and all that down there, so they cancelled that. Glengariff Woods, I didn't see a notice of it being cancelled, but I have not seen any results yeah, up was, yet. The weather got the better of that one as well. Yeah, and so then we had Bear Island, where we had Brendan Murphy, who's the first male home in 2517, but the first female and first overall home was, I know you've this in front of you, but I think I could, you could take a guess even if you didn't who it was, is Michaela Murphy in 22.46. So a very impressive finish there yeah, again by Michaela. So, you know, it seems to be getting stronger and stronger. And, you know, one of these days, we hopefully will get Michaela onto the show if we possibly can, because it'd be great to hear her story because we've mentioned her name more times than anybody at the moment. I think so, yeah. I think so. She's the record so far. Yeah. Um, Castlehaven to next and there was 16 in Castlehaven first male home there was Shane, Hur- Shane Hurley in a time of 23.40 and Catherine area woman we've mentioned a few times as well from a uh, club name is Highgate Harriers but obviously that's a bit more local than that uh, but 26.25 for Catherine there so again well done to everybody who took part in the park runs it was a horrific day whether you were running or volunteering um, I'm sure it wasn't nice out there but a uh, job well done in the end yeah, another great. Well done to everybody. And we move on then simply to what was kind of one of the big, big events we saved the whole weekend, which was the Clonakilty meant to be Martin, half Martin and 10K. But as everybody knows, you know, the Martin had to be cancelled due to, you know, a waterlogged pitch, as we like to say. And, you know, Brian, as, as a race organiser yourself, you know, these decisions have to be made for the safety of everybody. And Absolutely. I... You know, they made a call on, I think it was it, Thursday or Friday, wasn't it? And they got, at the start, uh, quite a bit of nasty comments about it, saying, you know, which nobody wants to see. And they released a video, which they didn't have to do, of actually what the conditions were like the day. I'm sorry, it was Thursday, they, they cancelled it. So they sent out in the video on Friday of how bad the flood still was. You know, I think all these people, no matter what we say about anybody or anything like that, these race organisers and stuff put in a hell of a lot of work in for big events like this. And nobody deserves to get any abuse for any decision they make. They do not make this lightly. You know, this is something that they had to make for the safety of every single runner that was running on that day and I can guarantee you the guards had a, a, a call in that say as well you know in that decision yeah so yeah, yeah. it just seems to be a race though I, I don't know what it is about Clonakilty it's kind of one of these love-hate relationships with a lot of runners um, I know some people I know some people absolutely love it I know there's people travel long distances to take part in it uh, but I also know many others who as you said you know we shouldn't never you know, it doesn't need to be abusive, but I know other people are highly critical of it. So it's one of these mixed. Yeah, well, look, yeah. Brian, I, look, I have, I have a point of view on the Clannacilty, and it's not the actual race itself. It's, it's, it's the organisation of it. Sometimes, and I know I just said these people need to condemn, but or condemn, sorry, um, thanked and everything for the races. But you know, I just think, right, if you're charging fifty euros, which I think it was for the ten k, yeah, which is by far the most expensive ten k. I would have to say nearly in the country. I can't state that directly, but I would say so. And if you cannot get it right on the day, there's something wrong. All right. Yeah. And Dave, this is not the first time they've got stuff wrong. You know, the mm-hmm. 10K lads came in, finished the race, you know, in the grounds, in the, the show grounds. Some were sent left. The first couple were sent left. The next couple were sent right. Or yeah. sorry, weren't even sent. There was nobody there to direct them. You know, that's not good enough. 
Mm-hmm. But as you said, when you're charging 50 euro, yeah, you expect it to be pretty slick. Pretty slick, yeah. you know, and yeah. it just comes down to simple things that need to be done. And again, there was people out there in these horrible conditions, you know, and thanks to every one of them because the race went ahead. But, you know, I just think, I don't know, I, and I, I'm, I'm picking on the 10K for the price of it. I, can't, I don't even know the price of the half marathon and marathon, what they were. It was, and, and that's kind of funny in itself, you know, like it, it was 70 euro for the full marathon, 60 euro for the half, I believe, and 50 for the 10K. So it's okay, kind so, of a strange yeah, so pricing range is there. That's, you know? that's a massive, strange pricing range. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like 30 quid maybe for the, the 10K, you know, yeah. but... You know, I know that they have their own. It's it's a private event. You know, they can charge what they want. And to be fair, people turn up. They yeah. had 915 do the half marathon and they had 525 do the full. So look, I'm not going to be, I'm not, look, we don't try to be negative races because they have, we know how hard they have to work for it. But look, I just, I think we have to point it out because it's something that's been addressed by loads of people as well. And, you know, we can't, you know, you can't constantly praise every race when there is something that, just needs to be highlighted with it. Um, so look, we'll go into the race. I do think, you know, if people have opinions on it, you know, like, look, we don't want anything nasty or anything like that. Obviously, you know, like just let us know what your opinions you think of it, but let's try to keep it constructive freely, to be honest with you. But look, we go to the race, which I think is the most important part of all. Um, I'll take the half because I think you want to take the 10k, you know, for for, for more reasons than one. I'll get, from, for, yeah. for more reasons than one. Um, <laughs> so we start with the half marathon, which had 915 runners, and it was a very close race. And I don't know if you noticed it, Brian. Did you see the third position versus the first and second position as well? I don't know, was that Sorry. a typo or something? But so anyway, we'll go through when we come to that. So, um, Tudor, Market. Moldovan, sorry, um, took the win in thirteen one ter- in one thirteen twenty one from Clenif Harriers. Um, Alexander Wallace was second in one thirteen thirty two from Saint Cookas, and then Owen Maxweeney was third in one sixteen oh one. Now, what what's fascinating about that is Owen's actual. Um, time from when he crossed the start line to when he crossed the finish line would have won him the race. So that's one thirteen fifteen. So mm-hmm. I don't know, was he late? Got to the start late and, you know, it was three minutes effectively nearly. Started after the gun went. But yeah. I, I just think that's, I've never, I haven't seen that that often, you know. There's a story time. there, yeah. Yeah, there's a story there somewhere. So we, I, I'd be interested to find out does anyone know what the story about that is. And in the females, um, Caramel Ward, from Rahini Shamrock took the win in one thirty thirty, and Jean Lucy took second place in one thirty one oh six, and Sinead Rigri took third in one thirty one thirty eight. So well done to everyone who took part there in what looked like nasty wet conditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great racing in fairness. Yeah, uh, to the ten k, and as I said, I'm going to take this one because I'm. I'm going to announce this one quite proudly, but I'm also going to help Damon because he gets tongue-tied on Bween Trailblazers, so we're going to hold classes what, on that what, one. What is it? Bween Trailblazers or something, is it? <laughs> yeah, you, you'll get it one day. Uh, but yeah, so again, a great attendance. As we said, the price is questionable, but it's still a lot of people turned up, so there was 525 people in attendance. Uh, first home there in a great time of 33.40. Uh, was local runner, Clonacilty Roadrunners, uh, Garrett Lorden in a time of 33.40. Uh, second place, my club mate, uh, Tygo Sullivan, in a time of 34.09 from Green Trailblazers. And third, 
my club and again Conor McCrory in a time of 37.45 and again Wien Trailblazers so good day out for our club there and uh, we we're happy to see those results come in um, to the ladies event next one of your own teammates uh, Catherine Murphy was first female home in a time of 40.34 um, from Eagle SC second lady home was Susan Purcell in a time of 42.31 and third home was Jackie Carty from Kilmore AC in a time of 43.27 so again well done to everybody who took part in the 10k there and um, some great racing on, and uh, again hor- horrible conditions so well done yeah um so we moved into today um sunday so where there was two two races um overall um first hope i think you know it was what i would class as one a great race in the weekend which is the great glenville run um 282 runners in that overall and what looked like a great race and Brian I know you were there so we, we can have a quick chat about that in a, in a few minutes um, so in the males was won by Gavin O'Rourke from Leeville in a time of 2011 which is a great run around that course Alan O'Shea from Bantry AC was in second in 2035 and very closely behind um, from Leeville Donald Coakley who also finished first in the Killarney Park run yesterday so Donald did the old warm up in Killarney to come away and take you know third place in fairness he'd, he'd turn up anywhere um, in the females the female race was as I said earlier was was won brilliantly in a course record by Aoife Cook from Eagle AC in a Incredible time at 21.30. So she took, I think it was 14 or 15 seconds off the old course record, um, which she got herself um, a couple of years ago. So another great run by Aoife. In second was Sharon Rean um, from Kilmurray uh, NC. Is it Kilmurray Brick N, is it NC? In 23.56. And Aideen Core from Donor in 25.06 was interred. So well done to everybody who took part. Uh, Brian, good event. Great event as always. Look, I've, I think you've been there a few times before as well. Look, they just, it's just a well-organised event. It's a, it's a course that offers a bit of everything. Obviously, you have a very fast start downhill, but then you're met straight away with an uphill uh, kind of section to close off the first mile. So there's a bit of a pull there into the first mile. Uh, but after that, you have nice downhill sections again and a good uh, you know, good surface to finish on there in the last mile. So a nice loop around uh, Glenville Village. Um Strong winds there in the first mile up the hill, all right? So the opening mile was challenging, but a great event. Actually, one of the standouts about the event was the amount of young people there, um, in particular Grange for Moy and even local Watergrass Hill runners. There was a lot of young mm. kids there as well, and, and and some had outstanding runs in fairness. So the future's bright when i looking into what I saw today anyway. Um, but yeah, look overall, a very well-organized event. Nice to have the cup of tea afterwards. Um, before you get in there, I had a bit of a mishap myself. Uh, I'm sure you won't let me off at it. Uh, I actually didn't have any watch, which was interesting to run without a watch. But uh, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was different today. Oh, man, this old age is a curse. I'm telling you, it's yeah. a curse for you. Like you're know, yeah. so forgetful nowadays. No, but, but, I get, I'm getting kind but, of uh, above myself. I'm getting other people to time my race for me. You, know, but, but, you run yeah, faster rather than that's way down. it exactly. And and we won't we won't stay too long on this because obviously we we'll, we'll drive on. But just a quick one: How did you feel running without a watch? Out of a matter of interest. It was it was more before the race, I suppose. T- too much thinking about it again, but. I kind of knew a few people around me that I kind of know I'm normally around. So I kind of started there in that section. And then once I knew I kind of had my pace, I was okay then, you know. 
And so, yeah, it was no big deal. And did you feel at the end that you could have given more? As in, did you finish it saying, oh yeah, I'm goose? Or did you finish it going, damn, if I had my watch, I could, probably could have pushed it a bit more? No, I think I was hanging on for the last half mile. The legs were like laid for the last but, uh, half mile. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, no. And, and, la- and last question, PB or no PB? I'm not sure. I think it was a PB, all right. I think it was. Good God, but, man. How do you check. not know what your PBs are like? Four miles, please. Four miles is an odd one. I think it's, uh, These need to rattle off your tongue. I think I, I think it was. I think it was, yeah. Good. Right. Yeah. We'll move on to the next one. Yeah, which was a very McCroom. unusual one. Yeah. So obviously, as some people know, the uh, the McCroom Bypass Road has been opened in the near future. So before people running it and getting knocked down, they decided to have the race on it. So uh, there was two events there today. You had a 10-mile and the 5k so in the 10 mile race there was 90 runners in attendance uh in the male event first home there was derek griffin in time of 55 31 followed by brian murphy in a time of 55 45 and third home uh, michael harley from north cork sc in a time of 5706 and in the ladies event uh, first female home there is carl finn in a time of 63 17 i'm guessing that's carl from leeville uh, second lady home from Middleton AC was Clara Ryan in a time of 63.28 and from Toker AC in third place Benedetta Balastro in a time of 70.40 seconds so well done to everybody who ran in the 10 mile race there now yeah and in the 5k race they had in fairness very good numbers 187 in that altogether um, which was won by John Collins in a time of 16.57 and then Killian McNara in 16.52 was in second place and it is it was Aideen, is it O'Leary O'Leary in a time of 16.57 so a good, a good close battle between the lads there um, and the ladies then was Rachel O'Shea in a time of 19.23 and Anya Duff in a time of 19.44 was in second place and Saoirse Toomey in a time of 20.25 was in third place. So again, you know, close races between all of them, um, which is a very novel thing to be able to do. So, you know, it is it is brilliant to get that opportunity. You know, none of us will be able to say that, that we've run in that McCroom bypass. So well yeah. done to them all. After my drive to Clarence yesterday, I'd be happy to be on the McCroom bypass that's driving. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's year, years in the coming. Yeah, so that's all the results for this week. Okay, so we'll move forward to the fixtures. So again, a busy month ahead. Um, a lot of novelty events coming up over Christmas as well. So we we'll start off uh, with next Sunday. So again, just a reminder before we go to the fixtures that are on. Uh, get together in the marina is happening. And if anyone around there, again, contact us if you want more details. Uh, it's for penny dinners, so that's next Sunday, the 4th of December. Uh, over to racing then, so later on in the day, um, in Gary Nan, um, we have the Athletics Ireland National Juvenile Underage and Novice Cross Country Championship, so that's going to be a big event there. Um, and we've had, again, um, people on the show talking about that one, so if you're looking for something to do next Sunday, that would be a great one to head to. Yeah, and just a quick note on that as well. You know, the courses though will be measured. The course map is up on St. Catherine's website and on their Facebook page and everything like that. So make sure you check that out. Ferris, their their Twitter and you know has been in great form these last couple of days. So um fair play to them for all they're they were getting the code to do the measurements for them going around with the GoPro, you know. So it was very entertaining. So fair play to them. Um also on Sunday the fourth, you have um the Kinsale Tri Club Santa Dash um at nine thirty. AM. It's a 5K. 
Yeah, next up after that then, the guys in Emmer are back in action. So we have a couple of events in Glenagilty uh, in Kerry. So first up at 8.30am is the Glenagilty Marathon, uh, followed by 10am, the Half Marathon, and 11.30am, the Trail 10km. So again, that's three events uh, in uh, the trail running in Kerry. So a marathon, Half Marathon, and 10k. And on Sunday the 11th, you have, um, you know, a few good races. On that day, you have the Cline Commons 4K. It's the second race of the series. is a 9.30 a.m. start. Um, always a great race. So, you know, it's always one worth supporting. Yeah, another very big one again on the 11th of December. Um, always one a lot of people head to two for PBs at the end of the year or hope to get PBs is uh, in Newmarket. So that's the Newmarket 5K. It's on at the later time of 2 p.m., uh, it's the 25th anniversary of the Newmarket 5K and that's host club there to Holloway C. And then you also on the same day, this on Sunday 11th, you have the Munster Masters and Juvenile Relay. Um, still clear venue, so I'm still not, we're still not 100% sure. So as soon as we know that, we'll obviously put it out. Um, so that should be another good event. Sunday the 18th of December. I fancy myself for this one now after my events today running over the watch. <laughs> so... Um, at 11am on Sunday, December the 18th, is the Cork BHAA Simon 5K. And that's been uh, starting off there at Black Rock Hurling Club. And for those who don't know, it's obviously a fundraiser, but it's also a race that you have to run without your watch and predicted time. And I don't think the winner is the first over line. The winner no. is the person who gets their predicted time uh, as close as possible. Correct. Um, and so. great, great rent. And obviously the last race before Christmas. So, you know, what a good way to finish the year. Didn't go out and run that. It's a great event. In fairness, we're always, we're always very well supported. Then the first race after Christmas is kind of another massive race on the calendar. On Tuesday the 27th, 11 a.m. start is the Toker 5K race. Um, always a great race. Yeah. Done, done it a couple of years myself. Um, very well supported race, you know. Oh, it was a good course, not the fastest, but with fast times. If I don't, I don't know, that might not make sense, but you know, it's not the easiest. But there, people run fast in it, so it's yeah. well, definitely well worth getting out onto that race after Christmas to burn a bit of that turkey off. That's the big thing, home. What condition you are in after Christmas? Yeah. Uh, I hope to get to that one as well. I like that one as well. I think you're right in what you're saying. It's possibly not the easiest course, but because there's such a big attendance there, it helps to kind of push you along as well. So uh, yeah, have had a good races there. Um, so yeah, just a few to finish out the air then. So on the 31st of December at 11am, uh, the Shandrum AC 5K. So obviously host club there, Shandrum AC, and that's in North Cork. So that's 11am on the 31st of December. And then the last event of the year, which is also Saturday the 31st at 12pm, is the Grange for my 10K um, held by, obviously, Grange for my as well. Um, so two great races to finish the year. And, you know, I think the Grange from Y1, in fairness, it's, it's again, it's a, you put a lot of work into it. A big club, you know, that are getting bigger every year. So get out and race either one of them on the New Year's Eve. Yeah, before we have to do it all again in the new year and make some yep. new year resolutions. Uh, all goes back to zero on the next day. <laughs> Reset it, yeah. We'll have a quick look now at the Strava leaderboard. Um, so again, uh, just a call out to those who are putting in the big efforts. So distance-wise this week, uh, our good friend from Dublin, uh, running again with the North Harriers, I believe. So Josh O'Sullivan, Overhin, Corkman, 
uh, originally. So his distance was just over the 100 mile mark there this week. He got 100.3. Uh, in second place, the winner of today's Glenville uh, race, uh, Aoife Cook, uh, with a great mileage there, just under the 95 miles, so 94.6. And uh, John McHugh was third in distance there this week with 91.8 miles. And again, just to have a quick show to the ladies overall. So Aoife obviously was top lady overall. Uh, second well-known runner from Kerry, Michelle Graney, uh, had 44.2 miles overall. And we're going up along the country to Dublin. Helen Murphy was third lady overall in uh, just over 40 miles there. So that's a recap on the mileage. No. We'll, all right. I, w- I was going to go into elevation, all right, Brian? But I don't think, I think we're going to call a halt of elevation for a few weeks. We've had a few complaints in recently of faulty watches given false elevation. So I think we're going to have to send, you know, a task force out for this to <laughs> figure this out. Strava there, police. Strava police, exactly. Because the elevation is all over the place for people. We're not going to name names, nothing. Um, we're just going to hold it off just for a small while because, you know, I think it's unfair on the people who do miss out again. And I know and it's only a bit of fun and that's all it is. But, you know, we'll hold off the, the reports will be going into the Strava police next couple of days. There might be a few arrests for this, you know, um, a few watches put into behind bars and things like that. But we'll hold off on the, the elevation for a few weeks there. Maybe till we start it again in the new year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. As you said, we're be- we won't name names. But we won't name names. Maybe factory reset on a few watches is needed. Yeah. We could. Do you know what? Actually, in the new year, we might do an, an episode on how to work a, your your Strava or your Garmin watch and everything like that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it for the Strava leaderboard. We'll move on then to the latest news. So, um, Brian, I, there's a couple of things I have that you know. I think are well worth highlighting. Um, the Athletics Ireland Awards were on during the week, and you will have seen that. In fairness to Leeville, had a a very good week up there on the awards. And before I get into that, we are pretty pretty sure at the moment that we're going to be joined by Donny Walsh um, during the week. Um, it's looking like at the moment maybe around Wednesday. We just need to. Tied only down, which as everyone knows is, is not the easiest thing to do. So I have been on to him. Um, we're just going to figure out this week of a, a, a time and a, you know to to meet him and get through that because that's going to be a very very good interview as well. You know, and I'm really I'm actually really looking forward to that myself. So you know, if I, again on that, if anyone has any questions, throw them in before Wednesday. Um, before six o'clock on a Wednesday and we'll definitely get them to him but you know I did, there's a lot of people looking forward to that one um, so that's that but back to the awards Ryan so the performance club of the year which is a very very big award to win was Leeville AC so congratulations to Leeville and to all the coaches to all the runners to volunteers to everybody involved in the club a massive award from to the win. They also, uh, schools athlete of the year was Lucy May uh, Sailman, won that. And then the under 20 athlete of the year was Reese Adamola, as well from Leeville. So, you know, they had a great uh, day up there, superb. And, you know, mm-hmm. fairness, look, they're, they're from the youth level up, you know, they put a lot of time and effort, they have a lot of coaches, they, they do a lot of hard work 
so you know well done to them yeah. um, also then Brian I don't know again this is not your favourite scene in the world as we as I like to remind you every week <laughs> but the, the cross country but I, we're going to rope you into it for next year it's it's my goal in life <laughs> so the, the, the Eurocross team has been named I'll make a deal with you so I'll go to go cross country race with you if you come to a trail race with me I, I, do you know what I'll make that deal with you in fact, I think the Buin Trail Race is on normally the 1st of January. I don't know if it's going ahead this year. I must find out about that one, but uh, we might get you. Uh, the 1st yeah. of January now could be a bit seedy. There, there, there's yeah. plans for the first uh, for the 31st, so that we'll come back to that one. We'll, we'll revisit that one, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll revisit it. I'll definitely do a trail race. Um, we might get you to stop asking me about uh, cross-country. Yeah, though. exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, but the Eurocross team again, they, look, it, it was a very, very good you know, announcement again for some cork runners as well. Um, and another Leavale girl got her call up, uh, Michelle Finn, into the senior women. So congratulations to Michelle, another, you know, Irish singlet, um, under 23. You know, again, it, it was, this is another banker, Dara McAnally, um, obviously from UCD, but um, bad three men. And then in the under 20 women was Annika Thompson from Leeville as well and Jane Buckley from Leeville AC. So some fantastic, again, runners in that and it's another great opportunity and it's, you know, it's always great to put on a, an Irish vest. So congratulations to the four Cork runners in that and to the rest of the representatives of Ireland as well. Well done to all there, yeah. Um, and again, some of those names there we're hoping to have on the show in the future. So watch the space again. Um, one last thing as well I want to just bring up briefly um, you know we obviously have the Jerry Ford interview coming up in a minute and you mentioned Donny there earlier again and I think sometimes we take for granted you know we've had Mary Sweeney on before and you know I finished the Glenville uh, I'm a cool down there today and I met up with um, John Walsh from the Bally Cotton fame and again like you know you've, you forget what these people do John chatting to me about my own marathon and then just kind of happened to him John what was your you know how'd you get on yourself over the years and you know with, with no looking of kind of um, wasn't looking for a pat in the back or posting but like call out how he'd done a few under 240 you know in the 230s mm. and you know just I was thinking back like you know no you know we slight with the watch there but probably no watches in those days no great runners and we've mentioned it once or twice over the podcast but we forget you know what some of these people who run with us week in week out have actually done and I think just that it's you know like Jerry's for, Jerry Ford's interview coming up the respect that we should give to these people who have done it. You know, they've worn the T-shirt basically um, and we turn up sometimes and I think we forget about it as well, you know. Look, there is representatives in every single club, right, that are, in fairness to them, you, you would chat away to them and you forget what they've done, as you say, what they've done for people. And like, we we have a list you know, we have a list of people who we want to interview next year. We have a few lists of, you know, outside Cork as well, who we want to try and interview next year. But, you know, we want to primarily keep this within Cork, obviously, as much as we possibly can, because we want to highlight all the work. So if there's anybody, you know, again, and this is slightly different off the tangent, but if you know anybody who you think deserves to come on, you know, who to look, give, send us a name. We'll see if it's possible. We, we'll, we'll see what we can do, you know, because we want to highlight all some, there's some brilliant names out there, Brian, and look, you know them, yeah. I know them, and, you know, I'm not going to mention them now because, you know, I don't want to call anybody out without them knowing, but like there is people that we have on our list that I would absolutely love to be able to get onto the show and we will be putting hard yards in over the next month and so to try to get these people onto it um, because the behind the scene work that they all do 
is incredible. They've got runners to where they are now. You know, these are not fellas in the last three or four years, or they're at 20, 30, 40 years. So, um, so yeah, so Donny this week and Nolly Hunter the week after. Um, and you know we're, we're lining up at the moment to one just for the last episode before Christmas we, we think we have you know something nice for that so we, we, we'll we we'll confirm that um, but you know the new year I think we're going to really try to push on highlighting the success of you know Cork runners and you know the organisers and everything like that Yeah and as you said talking about greats we have probably one of the most requested uh, people that we've had since this podcast started so Jerry Ford is coming up next I do want to remind people that when this was recorded, uh, we were all steam ahead for Jerry doing his 500th marathon on Saturday, just gone. Um, unfortunately, that didn't happen. But look, it shouldn't take away from anything um, that Jerry has done. And 499, as I said, is much to, to celebrate as 500. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. So yeah. I think we'll we'll listen to Jerry now. And again, um, I think this interview has a bit of everything. So it's well worth a listen and uh, hope you enjoy it. And yeah, and just to bear everyone know there, you, know, you can use the excuse that you were chopping onions or just wear glasses while you're wearing it because you might like, you know, it is, it does, it does kind of, you know, get at the old, um, the, the old tears going all right, to be fair to it. Yeah, that's it. So, so enjoy it. Go. We'll see you on the other side. Follow us on social media. Find The Runner's Diary on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. So the word legend is used, as we often say, far too lightly, but I'm not sure if there is any more deserving man to have the title than the legend, than that is Jerry Ford. As a wheelchair athlete, you have had more marathons, I believe, than anyone else in the UK and Ireland. You are a member of the Blarney Inniscarra Club, a man who is recognised in every county in Ireland and beyond. And no matter what the course, the conditions or the locations, race scores are always delighted to meet Jerry, and it seems that Jerry is always delighted to meet them. When I think of the word inspiration, I think of speeches such as Yes We Can, then Jerry Ford's name is always one that comes to mind. At the time of recording this interview with Jerry, Jerry has completed 499 marathons, and next Saturday, he'll complete his 500th marathon in Clonakilty. Jerry Ford, welcome to the Runner's Diary Cork podcast. Thank you, Brian. Jerry, we're delighted to have you on. Um, again, a man, as I said, well known to many. Um, I think you're probably a man more than anybody else in the last several weeks that your name has kept coming up. People asking, you got into Jerry Ford, you got into Jerry Ford. <laughs> it must be hard up or something to listen to. <laughs> so delighted to finally get the chance to meet you. Um, I suppose the first impression as I walked into your house is just the amount of medals and trophies and your wall is just decorated every single inch with the... The, the memories, I suppose, over the years that you've had. So I, I'll put some pictures out there maybe at some stage, but uh, it's an incredible sight to see. Uh, so it tells a story in itself. But just to settle us in, Jerry, we're going to have a couple of, uh, like we do with all our guests, a couple of rapid fire questions. So uh, I'll fire these at you. They're simple, quick answers if you want, but the first one is very unique to yourself. I was asked by one of our listeners to ask you, blondes or brunettes? <laughs> I couldn't say because I'd, someone would fall out with me if I said that, uh, if I took it side. <laughs> good answer, good answer. <laughs> um, second question, Cork or Galway, because I believe Galway was your birth county. Galway. Oh, controversial, Jerry, <laughs> controversial. Uh, shorter distance or longer? Longer. Very good. Uh, flat or hilly? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to you, yeah. Do you prefer training in hot or cold weather? 
Um, hot. Do you prefer to train in the morning or the evening? The morning. If you were not participating as a wheelchair athlete, you would be? I've been <laughs> twiddling my thumbs. Maybe your 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 radio full time radio host. Well, well, radio, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Tea or coffee? Tea. You're a tea man. Okay. That's just a quick setting us in, but a few controversial ones there, Jerry. The, the blondes and the brunettes and the cork figolds, I think, will cause trouble. Oh, it would. I thought my friends, some friends would fall out with me, I'm sure. <laughs> Sad. As well, Jerry, look, just to start us off, um, you know, a lot of people know a lot about you and, you know, know you from the running scene, but we've seen some of the stories as well. And maybe you might take us back to your early years. Um, I know you spent some of that, obviously, in, in, in hospitals and things like that and without access to wheelchairs. And uh, you might just take us through your early years, if you don't mind. Well, I was born in Galway, as I was saying earlier on, and um, I spent most... I, went to hospital, had my first operation when I was uh, a week old. And then about three, I was in hospital up in Dublin, in various hospitals in Dublin until I was about 12. And uh, I, the wheelchairs that I had, I was either in bed or I was in a wheelchair that I couldn't push myself. But when I moved to the rehabilitation center in Dunleary, I got I got a wheelchair that I could pu push myself, and uh, I was uh, always racing up and down the corridor, and uh, sometimes someone would come out of a side door like a nun or a nurse, and it it was it was near once, <laughs> and um, you left your mark once or twice. I'd say I left my mark is right. <laughs> And they left their mark on me too because <laughs> I got a week in bed each time I, there was a near accident. <laughs> okay. So, um, but anyway, when I got that wheelchair, it was like getting the car mm -hmm. at a very young age. Right. And, and what age were you then, Jerry? Sorry. I was about twelve. Twelve. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, no, I was about um, ten. Okay. Ten, and then ten onwards to twelve, I was pushing up and down corridors like there was no tomorrow. Okay, okay. And that's, but at that time, there was no such thing as wheelchair racing in marathons or on the track or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It was only in the 70s, I think that came. Okay, very good. So that you were in Dunleary in those days, and as you said, your first wheelchair, but then you moved to Cork at some stage then? And then, then uh, when I was, oh, sorry, when I was 12 then, I came to Cork to the Cheshire home. And I was there for, until I was about 20. And just had a disagreement with them and I walked out. Mm -hmm. And I was, I couldn't stick it, you know, being institutionalized for the rest of my days. It was bad enough all along. Mm -hmm. But, um, when when that happened, I just had a disagreement, walked out, and I was only <laughs> I was only after coming out of the orthopedic after an operation on my foot. <laughs> and I I was walking on one foot with crutches and I uh, left the Cheshire home unknowns to them and I had to come down this hill where there was steps and so that they wouldn't see me, it was covered in 
bushes and trees and everything like that. <laughs> and um, there I um, managed to get onto the, the road, which was uh, on the dual carriageway down by um, Lota. Right. And um, I was heading for, for a house, which was a good bit away, a lady who ran a kindergarten and as I was swinging along on one foot a lady the manageress of the Silver Springs Hotel came along and she gave me the, the lift the rest of the way because she was taking her child to the kindergarten okay. and um, I stayed there for uh, about three days and then uh, my parents came and took me home mm -hmm. for a little bit of a holiday and they thought that I'd, um, I'd settle down after that. But no, I went into a uh, sheltered workshop out in Toker mm -hmm. and the, um, we weren't getting very much money. So um, the help board paid the digs. Right. And then I went on and stayed there for about uh, for about uh, two years. Then I went into ladies' tailoring in Patrick Street, Lee's Peters, and um, stayed there for another few years. Then I went on the road, and I was selling the pools for the Dominicans, mm. and I was at that for about eight years. And then my back started giving me problems. We didn't know what what was wrong. It was keeping me awake at night, so I was sleeping when I when I should be working. Yeah. And so I had to give that up. Mm -hmm. And then I got the 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 county council were looking for someone who was d disabled to take a house that they had built for a disabled person, and the person that was in it, they got a job in Dublin. So the, this house came available and I'm here since um, 86. 1986, wow. Yeah. That's a story, you've, you, you've already told us so much there, I think there's a story in itself there, you know. And where then did the, the interest come in, in kind of taking the wheelchair a bit more serious? What age would that have been at? And I was, um, I was, 40. Mm -hmm. And um, Kathy Dunn, who was very much involved with the Wheelchair Association, I met her. Uh, she was in re reception inside in the CUH, and I was going in every day to do my radio program. Mm -hmm. Starting, I started around that time as well, going into the CUH to do a radio program. Yeah. And um, she she got talking to me anyway, and she she um, got me involved in the sport in Cork with the Wheelchair Association, Brilliant. and then um, Tim Joe Buckley, who was involved with the Dunmore Club AC, he wanted to get wheelchairs involved with the Dunmore Seven Mile Road Race and uh, three of us went up there and the chair that I had at that time had four wheels and the front wheels were like casters right. 
and <laughs> and the Dunamore Seven was a nice testing route for that wheelchair. It was, <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, I think we did the we only did um, the short one that day, four okay. mile or something, ju just to get used to it. Yeah, and but um, the front wheel <laughs> got caught in a pothole. The chair turned over, and the person behind me sh she stopped and she. Um, she she righted me the chair up and I got in and I came second oh. out of three. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's okay too. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah. And I suppose again, like you know, you you went out and you tried it and yeah. you know where did it go from? How did you start like the training in those days? I'd say like not to the level you were now, but obviously you, you know you must have had an interest in it and you developed your interest a bit more. Um, I think your first race I read was the Pfizer's ten k in nineteen ninety two. That's right. Mm -hmm. But um, to train for that, I used to go out on the Mallow Road and train inside the Yellow Line from Wrapped Up to um, to the bridge in Mallow mm -hmm. and back to the car. Okay. And um, then, they, of course, they put the thing in the centre of the road now, mm -hmm. and there's not so much room for a wheelchair course, yeah. inside the, the white line, or the Yellow Line, rather, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Talk to us about your first race, so the Pfizer's one in, in 1992. What was that experience like? It, it, it was a tough one. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's plenty of tough ones out there. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, of course, I didn't know what, was, uh, what I was letting myself in for, but uh, I didn't give a damn. I, <laughs> I, 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 wanted to get, I wanted to get to the Dublin Marathon and... Um, so I, I knew that no matter what came my way, I had to do it because otherwise I wouldn't last in the yeah, marathon. Yeah. And of course, later that day, later that year, you did do the Dublin Marathon. Uh, did, 1992 yeah. was your first Dublin Marathon, was I it? I did, yeah. yeah. And that was, uh, I was surprised myself, but I did it in three, 14. Yeah, yeah, incredible, yeah. yeah. What kind yeah. of experience was that, was it? It was it was great. Yeah, you know yeah. the first one was always first great. one was always the best. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just then, if you can tell us about you know, as I kind of said in the intro, you know, I've gone to many races where I've met you, and so as many other people, and whether it be flat or a hilly, or you know, you've never shied away from any terrain that I've ever seen. Anyway, um, tell us how you've built up your strength in in order to be able to take on these challenges. Well, um, when I when I was young in hospital. Um, when I got walking, I had the crutches that go under your arm. And um, then they decided they'd give me the crutches that I have now, which come to the elbow. Mm -hmm. And in order to get them, I had to do springs and physiotherapy mm -hmm. and build the muscle. So I'm building muscle since I was a child. Since a child, yeah, yeah, yeah excellent. Yeah. And I mean, currently, is there is there a typical type of training week for you? You know, do you do you get out in the actual racing wheelchair regularly as well, or is it just race to race? Or well, you you know, uh, last year um, last year I had a bit of an accident, That's right. and um, I had to get a new wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. Um, it's not working out as well as it as it uh, as as the the chair that I had. Mm -hmm. So I'm 
not training as much now, but okay. I do the weights okay. still at home, you That's know. Good. That's good. So I'm keeping, and then of course I'm. As you say, I'm at every race that's around. If you're not two yeah. or three a week or two or three a weekend, yeah. I think, at this stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, the, bring us up through the years, I suppose, like through your memories, what were the, the standout moments, the big races you've gone to, the, I suppose the, the ones abroad even, you know, it's, it's taken you, not just every county in Ireland, but it's taken you further afield as well. It has, and um, I started off I, I went to London a few times, did London a few times, and then I I thought when we had 12 countries in the EU that I'd um, do them, and um, some of them didn't have wheelchairs, but I got to most of them, and then of course the um, EU expanded, and I got some of them as well. Brilliant, brilliant. So, is there any ones in particular stand out? Well, uh, Claire O'Brien was a great help to me there last year, the year before, well, I think it was 2019. And um, she, um, I always wanted to do a marathon. I always wanted to do um, the Athens marathon. Mm -hmm. And, um, but they don't have wheelchairs. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking all along, I'd have to get a, a marathon in Greece, no matter what. And thanks to Claire O'Brien, she found Brent. A, yeah. a, mar a marathon for me. Yeah. And you ticked that box. I ticked that box. Brent. Yeah. Brent. Um, and of course, I've been to America, I've been to Australia. I've been to um, to China, mm -hmm. so I've co covered the continents. Okay. <laughs> Egypt, all right. Egypt. I thought I'd never get out of there because <laughs> because the taxi they pull you up anywhere to just to buy this. Oh, yeah, it was a tough time. Was it a tough time? <laughs> That's that it. was the only big incident I had <laughs> but you've seen you've like I mean it's amazing you've seen quite a lot of the world so through, oh, yeah. through the uh, the wheelchair racing yeah it's great yeah. Um, uh, maybe closer to home within within Ireland or within even Cork is there any ones that stick out again in your in your mind Conmara was very is very scenic mm -hmm. of course as is uh, Dingle yeah uh, both of them mm -hmm. in particular um I remember being in, I've done the, the Connemara Marathon a couple of times now, and I remember um, going up this hill and uh, a fellow who was after running past me earlier on, he was walking and I said to him, come on, you can do it. And he said, I'm only taking in the view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dinka is spectacular, right? In fairness, yeah, 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 it is, yeah. 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 And then, Jerry, like you mentioned it earlier on about your fall in Dunamore, I suppose over the years has there been, there's been challenges, obviously falls, you, you mentioned your wheelchair got damaged as well. Yeah, when, I was, when I was out training during lockdown, a uh, car went into the back of me and uh, must have been in the side of me, mm. came from behind anyway, and pushed me in off the, off the road and mm. the chair turned over and was damaged. Right, right. And... Uh, 
you were without the chair for a while, were you? I was without. I missed your race. Too. I know. Yeah, that's okay. We let you, we let you off at one. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, it must have been a big, big loss to you at the it time. It was a big yeah. loss to me. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. So I lost out in some marathons as well. Yeah, and then COVID obviously was a big blip as well for everybody. But it was. It must have been a bit challenging for yourself was, as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nothing happening. No races. Mm-hmm. No marathons. Yeah. Nothing. Even the social side of getting out. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. well, at least uh, I could go at, at a, a reasonable time to go training <laughs> every morning. Yeah. You yeah. Know. That's yeah. It. Again, over the years, Jerry, like I think the whole running community would say, you know, you've given an awful lot to the running community, but what have you gotten back out of it yourself? It's embarrassing to say that that, that I've given anything. Not at all. No. You know. But um, no, it's it's sociable as yeah. well as being competitive. Absolutely. You, know? yeah, you make great yeah. friends along the way yeah. too, of course. Yeah. 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 And just to take us on again, I suppose, as I said, at the time of recording this, you have 499 marathons done. Next Saturday, please God, in Clonakilty, by the time people listen to this, you'll have your 500 marathon done. That's a fingers crossed. Yeah, which is... I, I won't say anything until I, yeah. until I cross the line. But it's absolutely, again, you know, like I saw last week, you appeared out in Carrigan you know, at a kind of with the Marathon Club Ireland, of oh, course, yes, and yeah. that was four nine nine, I guess, was it? it was that's yeah, the four yeah. Nine, yeah. You have some some mix of different, as I said, terrains and different environments oh, and big yeah. city marathons and that's right. A combination yeah. of all, I suppose. Yeah, big yeah. cities and yeah crowds. How do you find Clonakilty? Tough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, tough. Man. Tough. That's it. But um. You know, I always say myself in the races in particular that I have the easy part because a runner has to put run up the hill and down the other side. I push up the hill and I freewheel down the other side and I pass everyone down and shout abuse and all that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, you know. that's gas, that's gas. And then just outside you, your, your other hobbies, obviously the hospital radio is the a big one. Radio, yeah. yeah. You see, um, as I was saying earlier on, if I wasn't in bed as a child, if, if I wasn't in a wheelchair as a child, I was in bed. Mm-hmm. And at the time, there was only the radio. Yeah. And um, I used to think, as a child, <laughs> as a child the, um, the radio RTE used to open at around 8 o'clock in the morning and they closed down again at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. and come on at one o'clock until three o'clock and I used to <laughs> it took me a long time to to figure it out but when they closed down I used to think that there'd be small little men coming out the back of the radio which I never saw yeah. <laughs> but I always waited for to see Ask them, them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and Okay, you'll have your 500 marathon done. Please go on next Saturday. Next Saturday, yeah. Crunch just can't get on to me, Brunch O'Keefe. He wants to know what's next for Jerry Ford. There's surely another couple of hundred there. Thousand. A thousand. <laughs> going for the big thousand. Yeah. Is there any more on your list that you haven't done that you'd like to get to? Um, I think I've covered the most. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But um, I'm willing to... Um, 
explore more. Yeah. You know, that's it. I'm not, um, I'm not um, just confining myself to any place. Yeah, you yeah. Know. The list remains open. So it is, yeah. yeah. And just for the rest of the year, you know, for the rest of 2022, is there any ones you obviously, again, we've planned to guilty this weekend. Is there anything else major on your schedule? I don't think so. There might be, but I don't think so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you never know. You never know where Jerry mm -hmm. Ford might turn yeah. up. Yeah. It's just <laughs> incredibly myself. Like, you know, I look, I'd always be keen to pick up on the results every weekend. And I, I, you know, long before I even started this podcast, and I pick up the results of Galway and there's Jerry Ford and I pick up the results of some race in Dublin and there's Jerry Ford again, you know, and I'm like, whoa, this guy gets gets around <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> in fairness. Yeah. Um, look, Jerry, that's it. Again, thanks a minute for your time. And I think, again, people are really amazed at your story and, and, and the story is along another few chapters left yet, as you said. But just on behalf of myself and Damien, on behalf of the whole community that we all love, um, just want to really say thanks a million for your input and again you know people you know love love to see you at the races and uh, long may that continue and and best of luck to you in the future journeys ahead thank yeah. you brian and thanks to everyone who runs yeah it's a great community it is, yeah. yeah brilliant thanks a million jerry thank you that was a great interview there with Jerry. I really enjoyed that one myself. Um, as you may have seen, I put a video out as well on our page of Jerry's house. I mean, that was the amazing thing. And I said it in the interview, you know, walked in the door to be greeted by, you know, medal after medal after medal after plaque um, all around this hallway. And, you know, some incredible memories um, going back along the way. And, you know, Jerry obviously quite proud of him, proud of those memories as well. Um, really enjoyed his company. Um, you know, he's great friends within the in the um, running community as well. And I think well done teaching them. He called a few of them out there, but I know there's more as well. Um, and I know Jerry much appreciates the support. Um, I do think if anyone, I spoke to Jerry and you heard in the interview as well about his wheelchair. You know, he's obviously had the incident with the wheelchair there last year and has a new one and it's it's great. And um, I think um, it's caused him a small bit of discomfort. So, you know, if anyone knows anybody who can help there, you know, again, drop a message to our page here and we can try and get Jerry sorted again. Yeah, um, Brian, look, Ferris, like I listened to it on Thursday and, you know, I didn't know what to expect because, you know, I, I obviously had chatted with you and I didn't know what to expect. And, you know, you go, Jerry's going through his his early life and stuff like that. And it's it's not what you 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 expect to hear. You know, it's um, there was Spartan it, and you kind of just you, you you can nearly feel yourself welling up a little bit of it, and you can hear Jerry obviously getting a bit obviously getting very emotional about it, um, and you know, fair play to to Jerry for getting that side out. He could have easily said mm -hmm. nothing, you know, but. Yeah. That's a side to me that I never knew for Jerry. You know, I know Jerry the five hundred man marathon race, and I know all that side of it, but I I didn't know that side. So, yeah. you know, it's it's as I as, I, it, uh... as as I said, as I said to you, Brian, after I said, like you know, not every interview can be a very happy interview. You know, there has to be some realism to a lot of it, and you know, I thought that in fairness to it was very real. Mm -hmm. And I think it just and again, I know Jerry's going to be listening into this. I think. It, gives more, you know, power, I suppose, or more, you know, he's achieved so much in life. And, you know, I know he's so well thought of by so many people. I think it's important that Jerry knows that too. So again, it's onwards and upwards, a hugely positive man. I, I even heard people, you know, as we spoke about Clannacilty earlier, and there was kind of, he was one of the first to come out and say, you know, 
not too bad Milton Connor Kilty and, and, and the abuse that they were getting and uh, you know that there'll be more races so you know he was back out again this morning in Glenville um, and again taking on the hills yet again so this man there's no stopping him I wish him the very best of luck I've no doubt he'll blitz through 500 and there'll be many more after it yeah I know definitely be plenty more after it but don't look Jerry you're a legend you know you're someone who I've, since day one when I've started running you know you've always looked and just said Jesus like you know if I ever think I have it hard you know, imagine trying to go around in a wheelchair in some of these courses so like absolute legend of a man lovely man will do anything for you if he possibly could you know so you know well done jury and best luck in the 500s which I know will be up very soon and again just reiterate for you like you know jury has thanked a lot of people and I think a lot of people have to want to thank jury as well Hi Jerry, Claire O'Brien here, one of your many friends from Autograss Hill AC. Wishing you the very best of luck as you approach your 500th marathon, wherever in the world that might be. No doubt it'll be a memorable one. We're all rooting for you, Jerry. Best of luck. Jerry, it's Dolores, just wishing you all the best for your marathon on Saturday in Fanacilty. You're an absolute inspiration. You're an absolute hoot, and you're such a good friend. Many a time we've enjoyed doing trips together with the Marathon Club Ireland events all over the country. Um, we've had just laughs and slagging the whole way, getting lost, of course, because the two of us have a clue where we're going. Um, it's always great to meet you at races and uh, have a bit of fun. And you're a great man for the hugs and the kisses. And many a time I've been pulled on top of that chair nearly, you know, before a race to wish me luck. And uh, I really appreciate it. think you're absolutely amazing. And uh, I wish you all the best. Hi, Jerry. Congratulations on your fantastic achievement of 500 marathons. By my reckoning, that's about 5,000 cups of tea and about 50,000 profile pictures um, scattered across the website. I suppose on a serious note, you're an absolute inspiration to everyone and uh, long may you continue. Um, try not to knock me down in the future. I hope after 500 miles you'll have to get in the hang of how to drive the wheelchair. So I'll see you again soon. Thanks, Jerry, and best of luck for the future. Papage. Hi, this is Julie from the Cork City Marathon. We congratulating the legendary Jerry Ford on completing his 500th marathon. What an achievement! And also a big well done to all the clone crew. We're sure you had a fantastic weekend. Jerry, we're very proud of you and we're looking forward to seeing you back at the Cork City Marathon in June next year. I first met Jerry at BHA events. Um, and Jerry was in the chair of the front chase, by the way. Uh, and he was persuaded by Claire O'Brien uh, that he should do Bear Island Park Run. Uh, by the way, congrats to Claire and John, uh, whose son Patrick was at his first race at the age of one month last Sunday in Cloyne. Uh, Jerry has done four park runs in Bear Island, and uh, he's also done the Bear Five Mile Series. Uh, and anyone who's ever seen him at the top of the high road in Bear Island um, they would be absolutely um, impressed by how Jerry managed to get up that hill because he is just amazing. Um, the countdown to 500 has been a couple of years in the making and Clan on Saturday was only made possible really because the Marathon Club held a marathon last Saturday in Carrick Navarre in memory of Mary Tor. Jerry, you're a legend. Uh, see you on Sunday in Glenville for the 4 mile race. 
over and over. That's it again for this week's show. So again, final reminder, we hope to see as many of you as possible in the marina next Sunday. Some people who would even comment on our show, we don't know you, so come up to us, let us know where you are. And uh, again, don't forget the singlet challenge as well. And thanks everybody, and hopefully we'll see you then. Thank you for listening to the Runner's Diary Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or from your podcast provider. Follow us on social media. And until next week, happy running.